Welcome along to Money to Burn's Pocket Change. For those who are on the go but want a quick show, think of Money to Burn's Pocket Change as a fun-sized version of our regular show, which will keep you company when you're nipping to the kitchen for a cup of tea. By the time you're back in your seat, tea in hand, you'll be a little bit happier and a little bit wiser. You never know when a new episode of Money to Burn's Pocket Change will drop, as well as our full-length Money to Burn episodes, so make sure you subscribe. You're listening to Money to Burn's Pocket Change. So welcome along to today's Pocket Change. And for anyone who listens to the show regularly, you'll know that Pocket Change is a mini episode of our full Money to Burn episodes. And if you do listen to Money to Burn, you'll know that one of the sections we have is called Fitzbits. And that's because Brian Fitzgerald comes on and talks about something that he's been thinking about, gives you a couple of tips, talks about this and that. And everybody loves them. They're actually our most popular episodes. So we thought, why not give him an episode dedicated entirely to himself? But we didn't want to give him a whole 30-minute episode, so we thought we'd give him a pocket change. And that's who we have on the line. Brian Fitz, how are you keeping? Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm keeping great. It's great having you on the line because I know this show, this episode is going to be absolutely huge because Brian Fitzgerald has such a fan club that you just know there's going to be like 10,000 listeners to this episode. So I don't even, this doesn't even need to be good. As soon as I just tag Brian Fitzgerald as in this episode, it's going to take off like a rocket. Brilliant. No pressure whatsoever. No pressure at all. What have you got for us today, Brian Fitz? Um, Yeah, I just wanted to talk. Generally, I decided, and I wouldn't have been ever the most academic or, or push to do courses or so on, I decided I'd upskill myself during lockdown. Very good, because I think yeah. it's, it's a great time for upskilling, isn't it? I think it's, it, it, there's never been a better time to get the things done that you always thought, I want to get that done. Absolutely. No, absolutely. So, yeah, just talk about upskilling and, and what people are doing. Um, even putting random ideas out there doesn't have to be work-related. That's upskilling. it. You can, you can ups, upskill your body for a start. Yeah, absolutely. I upskilled so, it at the start of lockdown and then I downskilled it, but I'm going to try and upskill it again before uh, people see me again. A, a, a new Dave Byrne 2.0? That's it, 3.0 at this stage. There's been so many efforts made. Probably 10.0. But what, what have you been upskilling, Brian? Uh, so, as you know, Dave, uh, we know each other personally. We regularly have coffees together. We do. Um, I'm, I'm, I like my coffee. Um, so I decided, what better way to learn about coffee and doing a barista course. Brilliant. Um, That's something actually yeah. I thought about doing previously. And were you able to do it during lockdown? I was able to do it during lockdown. I was. Now, not level five lockdown, level three lockdown. Um, and yes, I did it with the Dublin Barista School just off St. Anne Street, or on St. Anne Street, sorry, just off Bradford Street there. Bri- and you were, allowed, you were allowed to actually go on site or was it done over Zoom? Did you just bring the, ke- oh. the laptop out to the kettle and show them how you make your Maxwell House? A bit more technical than that, is it? A little bit more technical than that. Um, massive newfound respect for the coffee makers out there. Um, and when it's done properly and when you get a really good coffee, there's actually an art to making coffee. So fair play to them. You can actually do see it though in general. Even if you're in Costa and you look over the county, you can see, like, you often look and you think, Gene, there's a lot to that. There's a lot of rattling and bits going on, you know, to make all the different types of coffees. And probably known all the different ones that people ask for. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, there, there's certainly a fine art to it. Um, and spending spending a whole day learning to make a latte, 
just a lad was um, was eye opening. You think just going in and asking your local coffee shop or your local Costa for a latte, and they do it for you in two minutes. It took a whole day to learn how to make. Well, wow. and what 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 kind of steps went into making a latte? Because that's one of the ones I'd probably order sometimes if I'm being really adventurous. So, primarily, like it's all about the weights. Uh, so, like the coffee bean and the grinder is is hugely important, and the grind of the coffee and getting the correct weight to get the best extraction of coffee essentially out of the bean. Um, so when you get that down uh, precisely and you know exactly what kind of weight you're looking for and, and what extraction and how long the extraction should take, then it's all about your, your frothing of your milk. Um, it's all about the frothing of the milk. I knew that before. Yeah, so um, each each individual coffee that you ask for, from a latte to a cappuccino to a flat white, all has a certain time of frothing. Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, Dave. Um, and also, I, I was I was nearly more bowled over about the diversity of the people doing the course um, and upskilling themselves as well. Um, I, How many was allowed in to do it, Brian, at the same time because of the lockdown? There was five, there was five people. Okay. Five people allowed in uh, to do it. But the diversity across the board um, was hugely impressive. So there was a fund manager for HSBC Okay. I loved coffee, and a bit like myself, wanted to learn an upskill. Um, there was a young couple in Trinity studying acting, and to help them through college, they had always worked in bars, but obviously bars were shut down, so they were upskilling that they could get a, a new job. And obviously they'd be popular on the old movie sets as well. Do you know what I mean? Making a little coffee there and they bring you back an absolute unbelievable latte. They'd be getting the star on roll, I'd say. A bit of that to it, maybe, as well. Absolutely, and then there was a lady new to the country. She'd been in the country since um, early February, and she was upskilling to help her get employment within Ireland. So there you go. So, so only really one of them on the course was looking to actually get a job in coffee. That's that's great to hear, as well, because people are just looking to maybe just learn more about this topic. Because it's something that I would have a huge interest in. Like I used to always just drink primarily tea, and then I, I started drinking a lot more coffee. My brother Eamon loves his coffee, and I had a couple of cups out in his house one night. He's very good at making them, and I just I don't know. Ever since then, I probably drink probably a ratio of ten to one in the favour of coffee to tea now. So it is definitely a topic I have interest in. Um, and would you think for someone who maybe didn't even want to get a job in coffee, would you recommend someone doing the course? Uh, yeah, look, if you're into coffee, if it's in a topic that interests you, absolutely. And don't just confine it to coffee. Um, people out there listening, whatever interest you're in, go find out more. Now is the time to do it. We all have a little bit more time to spare. We're all at home. Um, these companies need our help as well. Um they need people to help them through the pandemic. So it's it's a really, really good time to upskill. And would you, in terms of upskilling, is there any skills in particular you see that are going to be, say, in 2022, or even going to skip next year, but even in 2022, 2023, just I can't believe we're saying those years and we're living them. But in those years, what do you see the core skills being for people that would be great for people to have? What, what should people be learning about now? Or is there in particular? I know we just discussed it, but I can see the coffee market market is only growing. Um, yeah. I 
it's no harm to have. It's a nice skill to have uh, in your back pocket that obviously with the current uh, employment situation within the country um, and with many people currently unemployed due to COVID, um, it's a nice skill to have because literally on a daily basis, there's a new coffee shop opening um, and they need staff and they need, uh, you know, baristas. And, you know, it doesn't cost the world to do the barista course. Yeah, it's great to hear as well, because a lot of people will be saying computer skills or learning how to edit, and, but even just something as simple as learning how to make a proper cup of coffee is something that people could be upskilling during these times. And I think from what you're saying as well, what it seems to be saying is it's something that if you have a passion for something, you're probably better off upskilling in something that you actually like and enjoy rather than just upskilling, upskilling for the sake of, say, upskilling, just so you can say, I have this skill. But something that you're maybe passionate about is something maybe that would be the best to upskilling. Uh, you couldn't have hit the nail more on the head there Dave thanks very much um, Brian the talking to a colleague of mine um, who's currently upskilling in accountancy okay um, he is probably about a month and a half into it and he's now realising it mightn't be for him and he hates it and he hates it. Yeah. I remember actually one of my old pals, Steve, he actually learned how to be a pilot and he spent six years and probably six figures on becoming a pilot. And just when he got his license, he thought, I actually don't enjoy this anymore. <laughs> so I think a little bit more expensive maybe than yours, but um, than your friends with the accounting. But I think it's about finding something that you're really passionate about rather than something that you think maybe that you just want to do for upskilling. Oh, absolutely. I um, Make sure it's something you're really interested in. Uh, it's something that you, you know, that will keep your attention while doing it. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it doesn't have to help you or be beneficial on the other side of COVID. It's just have, now is the time to go out and do something that you've always wanted. Um, just like you said, your mate wanted to become a pilot. I actually know of two people that are, are starting to uh, get their license Um and getting their flying hours up during during COVID as well. So that like it's in a very that's a very expensive <laughs> upskilling. Yeah, but, very. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there there you go. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be work related. It could be a passion or a pastime related. And have you have you used skill? Have you used the skills now that you learned in the coffee shop? Or have you gone back to the old Jar and S Cafe? No. Well, hopefully Santa will be good to me this year Dave and uh, bring me a, a semi-professional barista uh, coffee machine nice yeah, because it can be okay. very expensive coffee machines, can't they? I remember I was down in a coffee shop one day and I was holding a Costa, and the local guy said, "Oh, you should have come in here and got a coffee off me. It's much better." And he says, "Guess how much that machine was?" And I was like, "I could, I thought it was about like maybe two grand. It'll be very expensive." And he said it was twelve grand. And I don't know if he was having me on, but then I looked it up, and they do. Some of them retail for about twelve thousand quid. Some of these coffee machines. The coffee machine that we did on the course, they had two of them in Dublin Barista School and they were €30,000 each. Wow. I'd say the coffee from that was unbelievable. Um, to, to give away a little secret, they tell you, they said it's like a car. All coffee machines are like cars. They're pretty much the same under the hood. Oh, <laughs> there's a little inside knowledge there, a little inside knowledge. So you haven't, you, yeah. so I think when we, if we, if we, uh, when we meet up after the COVID, I'm going to be expecting a really good cup of coffee when I call out to you. If I see a Jar and S Cafe coming out of the press, I'll be very disappointed, Brian. No, I, I like, uh, as you said, Dave, have I tried it out? Yeah, I uh, actually got on to 
a a mate of mine that has his own coffee shop. Um, so I jumped behind the, the counter for uh, two or three hours on a Saturday morning um, just to learn what it was like to work in real time um, and see what it was like. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting. And was it tough, the pressure on? It's probably pr- uh, more pressure than when someone's sitting at your kitchen table and you're making them a coffee. It's say if there's someone there waiting and they're in a hurry and they want a coffee on the go and you're there trying to remember, what weight is it in a latte again? I'd say it's a bit more pressure, is it? Like everything kind of, it's more pressure yeah, when no, you're in the I- position. No, absolutely, absolutely. It was, um, it was certainly uh, pressured uh, to do it, but they were at the end of the day, everyone was very, very happy to receive a coffee. You don't mind waiting when it's good coffee. And, uh, and the smell of coffee. Did you, did you listen back to the episode of Money to Burn Pocket Change where we talked about why coffee smells better than it tastes? Anyone who's listening who wants to find that out, uh, listen back a couple of episodes ago. I actually did, Dave. There uh, you go. Just well worth a listen. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. I, for me now, the smell of coffee in the morning, it just is an amazing aroma. It is. Um, it's, the, it's 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 up there with a fry up. Wait, say that again. It's Sorry, up there no. with a fry up. Yeah. If you're waking up in bed and you smell the fresh coffee downstairs or a nice fry, there's nothing better. Now, Dave, we're talking about Dave 3.0 here. <laughs> yeah, I can't be doing that if I'm eating the fry ups. <laughs> Little, little uh, coffee joke for you, actually, that I just thought of there. Uh, what do you call two twin girls that run a coffee shop? Double espresso, I don't know. Barista, barista. barista. <laughs> you never hear a sister, sister, no? That's a terrible joke. It's really bad. I made it up while we were on air. I shouldn't have done it. But look, if you like it, you can use it next time you're in the uh, in a coffee shop. Uh, next time you're maybe in Brian's coffee shop. You should probably open your own coffee shop, Brian. Stranger things have happened. Then. You never know. It could be a nice little side hustle for you. Absolutely. A little side hustle. No, well, what another thing that they teach on the course is kind of the fundamentals of exactly looking to work in a coffee shop or only in a coffee shop. So it'd be more than a side hustle if you want to be successful. Yeah, you'd have to throw yourself really into it in the deep end. And if, what's your last message? Just before we go, what's your final message to someone who's out there and they haven't done anything, say, over the last couple of months? They haven't upskilled whatsoever. It's six months maybe into lockdown. There's probably a good few months still left um, in lockdown over the Christmas. What would you say to someone who can't really put their finger on something they want to upskill in? What would you say to them? Bit of bit of words of wisdom from the man. No pressure. Uh, what I would say to them is the message that went out to the country was to try and support local during this time. Um, so where you can upskill, do it locally and open your mind to upskilling um, everything from making a coffee to doing a cooking course. It doesn't have to be work-related. So give it a go. Be open-minded and give it a go. As always, Brian Fitzgerald, it's been eye-opening. Great talking to you. Um, as I say, I'm looking forward to seeing you again when the lockdown's over and we'll have another coffee. And as I say, it's even great having a coffee with you over Zoom. And we're going to have to do that again very, very shortly. Thanks very much for coming on. Pocket change, Brian Fitzgerald. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. No problem. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Money to Burn's Pocket Change. Make sure you click subscribe so you'll never miss out on new episodes of either our full-length Money to Burn shows or Money to Burn's Pocket Change. Some will be funny, some will be informative, but they'll always be made just for you. So stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky.